0: The issue of climate change, I mean, I haven't even touched on, you know, what and how it will affect our water supply and particularly for, you know, the uh, regional areas that rely on water. They're already doing it tough enough when it comes to big irrigators, cotton farmers, who, with the help of their friends from the nationals, are getting more than their fair share while... Other inland areas just dry up and, you know, have to spend more money than they have on gaining access to water. This is something we talked to Helen
1: Dalton about. Hello, Helen. How are you? Oh, G'day, Marcus. Oh, I'm very well, thank you.
0: Excellent. Um, I don't know whether you saw it, but uh, and I will be addressing it probably in the next week or so. Some more brilliant work by our friend Jordan Shanks, uh, Paul, Paul Toole uh, from the Nationals. Um, there's a bit of a suggestion with uh, what happened out there at Bathurst with the water and the dam that's led to, unfortunately, loss of platypus habitats and others. I mean, that's not good news.
1: No, it's not. And I'm very concerned about platypus, particularly along the the and the, and the Murray as well. So... I've spoken to a lot of scientists uh, about that and um, very hard to count platypus or find out what's happening with them because they're a very shy animal. So, mm. But working on it, working on it.
0: Yeah, good because, I mean, a lot of people just think, oh, well, it's platypus, you know. But <laughs> they're a native animal to Australia and I don't know why uh, every time you bring up trying to s- protect this important biodiversity in New South Wales, people's eyes roll in the back of their head and oh here he goes bloody greening again environmentalist you know it's it's you know so damn important um because it's a part of the cycle you know if we have it no is, it, you know
1: absolutely and they're just such a, a unique creature because they're a monotrim so they they lay eggs and suckle their young they're incredibly amazing i think and go under the radar really with people and i think it's time that we um had it took a, a, a big look at uh, Uh, platypus and see how they're doing.
0: All right. Now, um, regional uh, areas in New South Wales and those in metropolitan Sydney will soon be able to travel to Victoria. Uh, That's some good news. It looks like the Andrews government, despite the fact that obviously they're still dealing with the Delta outbreak, are going to open the borders.
1: Yes, they are. But um, then we've got um, Dom uh, Perrottet saying that um, when we go to Victoria, we've got to come back. And um isolate for fourteen days. So um it's actually he's opening up the borders to the rest of the world and they can come in if they're double vaxxed, but um we've got problems getting getting back from Victoria into New South Wales if we're not in the border bubble, believe it or not. So Hang it's on, very
0: so if you're from Sydney and you travel, once the borders open in Victoria and you return home from Victoria or New South Wales, you've got a, what, quarantine for 14 days. But yep. if yep. you're travelling to Sydney from, I don't know, elsewhere around the world, possibly from the United States or the United Kingdom, where there are far more many cases than Victoria, you don't have to quarantine or go into isolation?
1: No, so we're not quite open up to um, Victoria the way we'd like to be. That doesn't make sense, Helen. No, nothing does, okay. <laughs> unfortunately. Right.
0: Yeah, that, well, just I don't get that. I, don't, I mean, I'd, I'd heard there were some issues like that, but that doesn't make sense at all.
1: No, no. Anyway, we we're, we're keep pushing the um, the government to, to um, perhaps find some common sense, which we've um, discovered is not that common.
0: Yeah, all right, well it's an issue obviously for, for people in your neck of the woods considering of course that you know, you have many people outside and inside uh, in those border bubbles that need to travel to and from Victoria.
1: It's essential for them, it's um, you know, all the services are in Victoria for us along the, the New South Wales side of um, the Murray and uh, it's been a very difficult and trying time for people so I'm really hoping that um, things will improve. It can't get much worse to be honest so um, uh, you know, uh, we're looking forward to, um, to better days ahead
0: The announcement this week Helen by uh, the state government for improved health mental health services they're putting a lot of money into uh, things like Headspace uh, hopefully that'll improve outcomes in areas like Griffith Leeton, where there has been a, an unfortunate spike as you and I have discussed in in particular, in in suicide for for young people.
1: Yeah, well, we're chasing that money. Um, certainly, that announcement down to just to find out exactly what's what's going to happen. But um, we have uh, one of the highest suicide rates in the country in the Maribyrnong area, and um, that is a very very uh, you know terrible statistic to have. But um, pushing the government and um, Rodney Taylor, the mental health minister. Uh, she was asked a question in Parliament, and she didn't. Um, she didn't basically know what was going on, and we've been writing to her. Um, almost uh, month on a monthly basis, trying to. But wasn't this act.
0: wasn't this a while ago now, and ha- hasn't haven't things improved since then? I mean, I speak to Bronnie now every few weeks on obviously an important issue on a, on a, a you know a non-political point from a non-political point of view. But uh, I thought that she'd have a better understanding now, considering you know we've made these issues so public.
1: They're very, very slow to act. Um, Even just with um, uh, Gladys Berejiklian at the last um, election promised two two school councillors in every high school and that hasn't materialised at all. So um, if they just honour their promises and and do what they're going to do, we'd all be happy. But they drag it out for so long. And even just recently we've had two suicides um, just around within the Deniliquin area in the last uh, week of um, young people, a uh, 12-year-old boy and, I think, uh, a young man. And uh, it's just um, terrible. So we, right. we really do need Bonnie Taylor to, to shape up and act and, and act quickly.